Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting, riveting, mind-blowing episode of the Prince Edward Island Real Estate and Everything PEI podcast. I'm Michael Posnick, and with me, I have Powerhouse Patty, with combined almost 40 years of full-time Prince Edward Island real estate experience. And today we're talking about a couple different things. One is why do I get so perplexed when people are searching on 20 different websites for properties, continuously missing out on them, because they should be doing just this one thing to locate their dream property before anybody else snatches it up. And this will also give them a huge competitive advantage. Secondly, we're going to talk about MLS zones and how absolutely chaotic they are in their design and how it can hinder your search for your future property. May that be a home, a commercial property, or or raw land. Patty, say hello to our huge audience. <laughs> Good day, everybody. Thank you, Michael. It's always it's always pleasure. Always look forward to our conversations that we have. Yeah, I just wish this was video so they could see how extremely excited you are and how your <laughs> smile reaches from one side of the vehicle to the other. So essentially, we'll start off with looking for a property. And this just doesn't pertain to Prince Edward Island. It pertains to any real estate market. And it's something I would do if I was looking for real estate. And I am, and I do. And that is, get your agent to set up an MLS real-time search. So the way this works is most real estate associations that participate in MLS will have a central database. And in our case, we use software referred to as Paragon, which is the same software Nova Scotia uses. This database keeps track of all our active listings or sales, canceled, withdrawn listings, price changes, and anything else that might transpire with our real estate database. The advantage to the consumer is that they can get a real-time search set up by their agent. This search would give you data and new listings before you even see it anywhere else. Because what happens is our database syndicated through something called DDF. In the States, it's referred to as IDX. And it basically allows other entities to download our information, our listings, and advertise and market them. Now, the main website, if you were to use a website in Canada, would be realtor.ca. That's the website you should visit for the most accurate information. The least accurate information can be found in a lot of other sites that are not even using the DDF or IDX feeds. They're just entering things manually, and it wouldn't be uncommon to see listings that had lists sold for six to eight months prior. So Realtor.ca is completely up to date, but there is a lag there of several hours. It's a lot faster than it used to be. It used to be a matter of sometimes a day or more. To set up a search... I'm going to pass it over to Patty. She's going to tell you what you need to do to receive listings from every agent and every broker on the island before anybody else in real time, if that has, if that's how it's been set up. So you can set it up so you receive it the second something has been posted, or you can get a weekly email, which kind of defeats the process. Patty, what do I need to tell my agent or broker to get my real-time search set up 
And the second part of that question is, are they going to harass me to death and phone, text, and email me once I do? Huh. Yes. Um, well, just to just back up for just one uh, second, for those who are sellers and you're putting your property on the MLS and listing it with a, a member of the Canadian Real Estate Association or CREA, there on our listing documents, there are checkboxes there. So you want to make sure that your agent has those checked off so that DDF feed can uh, indeed happen. Because uh, if they're not checked, you are missing out on an opportunity to get that property, your property in front of, um, you know, hundreds of websites being fed to hundreds of websites, having a, a bigger audience. So anyways, just wanted to point that out. Um so some of the what is needed as a buyer is typically your agent would uh, ask you what is your your wish list? What is your dream list? What are you looking for in a home? Now it's better unless you're really looking for something specific to keep it a little bit simpler and not too uh, fine tuned because the more criteria, the more detail you put in, uh, the better chance you're going to have in missing out on something that might just have skipped or um, bypassed you because of one box being checked. So you want to keep it a little bit broad and open. I will point out because um, sometimes buyers will feel that, well, my agent's not listening to me. I'm getting I'm getting properties that I, I didn't request or I don't want. I want only granite countertop um, homes or some of these kind of features, at least on PEI, I can't speak for the rest of um, Canada, but at least on PEI, we can't fine tune with that detailed level of property features. And I wouldn't advise because you can always flip them out anyways when you purchase the property if that is what's important to you, just using that as an example. So we try to keep it vague. We try to, you know, if you need an in-law suite or a main floor master the location is very important um, to you. If you want waterfront, if you don't want necessarily waterfront, you would prefer water view. These features are your typical standard features. If you want in in a city, you know, on the island, if you want to be within a certain proximity, uh, driving distance outside. A lot of people I find will ask if they could be just outside of, you know, whether it's Summerside or, you know, Montague or Charlottetown, just because they see the tax benefit, uh, because you do pay a little bit higher taxes if you're living right within the city center. So a lot of people uh, will say, no, I just want to be outside um, just so I get the tax benefits and that uh, not having to pay some of the inflated property taxes that you may find here on the island. Um, so, They'll set up their criteria. Uh, the benefit to the buyer is, like Michael had said, you get the properties in real time. So you receive it in the same time period as the agent does. So how I have my clients set up is I also CC myself in their searches uh, so that when it gets sent out to them, it's also sent to me. I feel that provides a higher and better level of service because if there's somebody that I know really needs a property in a, in a certain time frame, uh, it kind of red flags that uh, property. If I miss it on the MLS, uh, it keeps me as a better informed on top of things. Realtor, my client could be working, they could be busy, 
If I see that property, I know it checks all their boxes. I'm going to immediately send them a text message and say, hey, I just sent you a property. Um, I really think this might meet your needs. Uh, you might want to check it out just so that they don't miss it. And eight hours later, maybe there's already an offer, especially if it's a really unique kind of interesting property. So that's the benefit of having and what we call them here is a custom collaboration site. And your custom collaboration site is a basically your own platform website um, page within our MLS that allows you to uh, go in. You can actually, my clients have all informed me, um, you can go in, you can modify your searches sometimes, you can add searches. Some of my clients are pretty collab savvy. And, uh, and even after they've bought, they do not want me to shut their search off because they're a little bit of real estate junkies and they like to keep an eye on the market. So I've got probably some lifers on my custom collab site, um, you know, platform so that uh, they can always be informed, always looking at real estate. So uh, I think it's an excellent tool. And I think if you do not have this, it might be for two reasons. One, your agent doesn't know how to set it up, uh, doesn't know it exists. Um, or two, you feel that you're going to be inundated with emails and you're afraid because some people think realtors are like planters warts and you'll never get rid of us. Well, that's not the case, especially I know if you're working with Michael or I, we, if you, if you're finished your search, I always follow up with my clients going, do you want me to set your set? Do you want me to turn off your collab? I reach out a couple times a year with my clients who are just on because they're long-term looking for something. Um, and just say, is your custom collaboration site still meeting your needs? And if not, one of my biggest things I tell my clients, please let me know if, if you do not want to receive it anymore. Because if you opt out, there's a whole process to get you to opt back in again. And it's just easier if I turn the switch off on my end. Michael? And... The second question, I think you answered, is are you going to be harassed and inundated by texts and emails? Between Patty and I, we have thousands of these searches set up, so that's not the case. There's just not enough time in the day. And, you know, you move with the movers. Those people that are interested in writing offers, seeing properties, are going to reach out to you. The ones that aren't, aren't. So there's no sense trying to get blood from a stone. Sometimes people take years to to pull the trigger and, and say that's the property for me. But the search will allow you or give you the ability to know what's available. So if that ideal property does come along and you're ready to pull the trigger, you have the information in front of you to do so. When you set up a search, basically what I ask is, I think there's four or five questions. What are you looking for? House, cottage, multifamily, commercial property, farm, raw land? Where is that property located? Give it to me in north, south, east, west if it's not a city. Price range, acreage, if it's waterfront, yes or no. And that's about it. Keep it fairly basic and you'll get more properties because not only do we have fairly small inventory compared to larger centers, if the checkboxes check aren't filled out properly, it's not going to get sent to you because the computer is not going to make discriminating or non-discriminative decisions based on opinion like a human would. You get what you're signed up for. Now, the biggest challenge, Patty, go ahead, you have yes. a question? No, you go ahead. I was just going to make sure we point out about the regions on PEI. 
that's where we're going next. So in a bigger city, like, you know, Hamilton or Toronto, they would you would search in that city. And within that city, there might be 30, 40, 50, 70, 80 different zones. So if you like a particular area, you can tell your agent, I want to be in, say, Summerside or Charlottetown. I want to be in this neighborhood, which is zone X. In PEI, our zones, in my opinion, based on my experience in real estate, not just in this province, but others, is so antiquated. I mean, originally we had zones 1 through 12. Was it 1 through 12? Yeah, I think we had 1. And then we changed to Paragon a few years ago, and now they relabeled them A through G, which conveniently don't really correspond with anything. You know, W, you would think, would be West, and E would be East. <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. We've got A through G, A starting in the West, and G ending in the East, and we don't have any subzones. So if you take, for instance, I'm looking for a property in Darnley, you can't just select Darnley, maybe Seaview, Park Corner, and say that's where I want to be, Mallpack. You have to pick zone C, which is conveniently reaching all the way from Summerside to Charlottetown, from the North Shore to the South Shore, which in my opinion is completely idiotic. Because now you have to rely on GPS coordinates, which the agent may or may not have offered to their administrators or the administrator put the house on the corner rather than putting it where it actually is. That's happened to me. Or maybe it ends up in Quebec, Ontario or somewhere in the States or Iceland. We've seen that as well. So you're relying on the GPS coordinates. Unfortunately, I don't know what real advice I can give to them. Uh, you know, I always map the GPS coordinates, but you actually may miss out on some stuff if it's not mapped and you're not surfing for a center. Any advice? No, I usually tell my clients uh, just because there is human error uh, and, you know, as a seller, uh, just to keep, <clears throat> depending on who our listener is, as a seller, I strongly recommend you go through and you audit your property listing. Do not leave it uh, to the agent. I always, <clears throat> excuse me, send off my property listing once it goes live on the MLS to my client immediately and say, can you please, you know, verify and, you know, look this over. If there's any errors, please let me know ASAP. That way we catch mistakes, you know, right out of the gate. I know, unfortunately, that's not um, everybody's business practice. Uh, so dealing with the buyers, I would also reconcile and keep an eye on Realtor.ca. Now, I have my own company website. I know Michael has his own website. And as great as they are, I still advise my clients to always go back to Realtor.ca. You'll get properties, yes, from us sent off to you uh, if you have a custom collaboration site but I'd always reconcile it and you know in the evening hours just go on to realtor.ca you know pull Prince Edward Island don't get into any mapping just put in the criteria you're looking for and if there is one of those properties that might have been inputted incorrectly you should be able to find it. Excellent. Well said. couple final last tips before we close it off here at 15 minutes. Number one, if we are looking at properties using GPS coordinates, which you should do and not use addresses because the GPS coordinates are definitive. And if you're looking for a property that's on cemetery, 
Wharf Road, Riverside, Riverview. There'll be a whole bunch of them, and your GPS will guide you on a trip all over the island. The other thing I would recommend is you actually have a GPS and you do not rely on your cell phone because your cell phone relies on cellular, and cellular, particularly along the shore, is not existent or non-existent. Uh, so make sure you have a real GPS. Finally, Realtor.ca has an app that you can use for your iPhone, your iPad, your Android device, your desktop or notebook computer. So you're not going to bring your desktop with you. No. Suppose you could if you had an RV. Perhaps. Uh, but the, the app is incredibly powerful. And as you drive around the island, it will show you where, what properties are available around you as long as they fit within the criteria, if you've selected farm, residential, or everything, select everything is my suggestion. And you'll see actually what's for sale. So every time you do see a sign, you don't have to write a phone number down and contact the listing agent. That's it for me. Yeah. Oh, I think we've got it all covered. So we just want everybody to subscribe to the podcast and leave some comments, if you would, because it tells the podcast people that people are actually listening. Have a good day. Good day.